0: Here it is, another episode of the Infinite Banter Podcast. What is going on? I am Mark Joloff, a.k.a. DJ Soundwave. Got a big show today. Got my man Guy Graham from Baltimore. to Talk about his new album, War Metals. Have a new Infinite Torture segment. I did finally see the movie Samurai Cop. (laughs) and uh listening you know if you've been listening to the last 30 or 40 episodes i don't know how many it's been i usually would stop right here and do a read some sort of commercial or whatever uh that's now going to be in the middle of the show so for those of you who always wanted to fast forward that part you could fast forward it later so (laughs) it's not at the start anymore so all right let's get into it big shout out to my last guest smokewell check out his album smokewell presents the northern lights tape and jamal gasol check out his album with deuce ellis oxtail both are bangers definitely check them out some of the better albums of 2021 this show right here episode 99 coming close on 100 i can't believe it and stay tuned for episode 100 i got a couple little surprises in there and also mystic will be on the show so i'm really looking forward to having her on and reminiscing a little bit about 100 episodes and all that that goes into it so a really big deal for me salutes everybody's who been listening and supporting the show no doubt about it stay safe out there don't get that unicron i mean omicron <laughs> As soon as I heard that, I'm a big Transformers nerd. I thought of uh, Unicron, which is a bad guy from the Transformers movie. I want to say it was like 87. And that movie, you know, actually is not that big of a reach because, you know, the opening minutes, they kill all the Transformers at the beginning. All the Autobots get, you know, I don't think they get... uh, COVID, but they get they get murdered from <laughs> Starscream and friends. So yeah, yeah. As soon as I hear Omicron, I think of Unicron, the, the bad villain voiced by Orson Welles in a Transformer movie. The, the movie they made so that kids can get new toys because they basically killed all the old toys. Spoiler. And uh, <laughs> you go buy the new generation of Transformers. So I haven't seen a movie in a long time. I remember the music was really, really cheesy, really 80s. Kind of like this Samurai Cop movie that I watch. I'll talk about that later. Very, very cheeseball, bad music, but it's actually fun to listen to. Sort of. Not really. (laughs) So be careful out there. Get your vaccine. Wear your mask. Do what you're supposed to do. Today's show, we got my man Guy Grams. He's been on the show before, going back to episode... Forty-seven. So it's been, uh, been a while since he's been on here, but definitely looking forward to talking with Guy Grams. Really good dude. And his new album, Warm Metals, is really good. We'll play a couple tracks from him in the episode here. So definitely stay tuned for that. Also, I almost forgot, I saw Ghostbusters Afterlife. I'll give a couple quick thoughts on that towards the tail end. But this is the Infinite Banter Podcast. You can follow the show on social media at Infinite Banter Podcast. Do that for Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go on Podchaser and Apple Podcasts. Rate and review the show. Listen to it on Podchaser now. Apple Podcasts, as well as Spreaker, Blueberry, CastBox, Pandora, Spotify, all the places you find podcasts, it is there. And there's also clips from past guests on the YouTube channel. Just go to Infinite Banter in the search bar. All right, without further ado, let's go ahead and talk to Guy Grahams. Get this 99th episode. I got 99 episodes and uh, no, it doesn't make sense. I can't use that here. No, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I'm not going to do the Jay-Z slash Ice-T reference here. <laughs> it's- stupid all right let's get into it guy grams is here let's talk about this war medals. but before we talk to guy grams as always the show never begins until the one and only the king from queens daryl mcdaniel's dmc says this right here yo yo
1: what's up this is me dmc the k-i-n-g the greatest mc in history and right now you're listening to infinite banter because we will banter on forever because this is the only place for all of y'all to ever be I B infinite banter
0: Alright, before we talk to Guy Grams, let's go ahead and get into a track from his new album, War Metals. This is featuring Ralph Almighty, another past guest of the show from the Dirt Platoon. This is Fear and Loathing. Man, you gotta go check out that, that video too. The video is really good. And of course, his song is a straight banger. So here we go, Guy Grahams. Featuring Raph Almighty from his new album, War Metals. And on the other side of this, we'll talk to Guy himself about that album and much, much more. But here we go Fear and Loathing with Raph Almighty from Guy Grams on the Infinite Banter podcast. Let's go.
1: Round five. No special training. Just the fight. I'm ready to back up everything I'm saying. And I'm too talking yo, yo, Hey, y'all. Yo, straight. My shit is sophisticated. It's hand to hand. In the land of the pistol waving Son, son, even the mayor is getting raided It's hatred, they put a bullet hole in your faces The crime is on the rise, it's like the heat in July The whole was eating good, kid, the sneakers is fly And hey, yo, it's like that, salty motherfuckers wouldn't like that all this how you feel, shit, you made your assumption It's hating or love it. fuck you and the jury that judge it I'm owning up to my own shit, I'm staying above it We don't need no affirmation, I'm reading no affirmation David, take your ass out the equation. Respect it for being crazy. Spitting a hateful hate, spit in your fucking face. Sitting and take your plate. God give it and take away. Steering loaf and always than what the mirror is showing. Saying fuck the record label while you're beer on my own shit. Why must we hate? What? Is there any
2: love
1: left in this world? Yeah. I cluster energy of mini sun Give me that, give me your tongue, we'll feel the fear of some When you hear drums and see them guns Broken pieces of glass blow out your long Dirty fingernails and yellow teeth, that's right Sweaty palms, white force and Nigga, Niggas hate, say y'all walk to me My armor is classic, the cute and keen Never clean, leave your bathtub, buddy, Take your people More hey. chill, hey. chill mop the shit out, old buddy, to get fucked up, when I study, I craft and make it whole, feed it hey. to hey. the people, they come through and pay your toll, nigga, hey. Shot of vodka, got me off the rocker, Locked my up. old man hey. Zulu, something similar to shocker. fuck, hey. badly misuse your frame, bruise hey. your brain, zooming like a runaway train, nigga, the man who beat me. watching this show to come to the fight and be ready to fight because I'm coming to get you. I'm coming to get you. What must we hate? Is there any love left in this world? Fathers turning against their own sons and mothers against their own. After I'm finna beat them, I think you'll have to join the Beatles and be a sign. Yo it's Rap Almighty and the Dirt Channel and you're rocking with F in Podcast right now.
0: You're tuned into the Infinite Banter Podcast. I am DJ Soundwave, and right now I'm joined by a Baltimore MC returning to the show for a second time. His new album with the prospect War Medals is out right now. You heard him on collabs with artists like Dirt Platoon, Ill Conscious, and much more. Welcome back to the Infinite Banter Podcast, the one and only Guy Grants. What's up, man?
2: Yo, peace, DJ Soundwave. Yo, I appreciate you. Peace to Infinite Banner. Peace to all your listeners. Appreciate y'all, you know, greatly. No
0: doubt, man. I appreciate you coming on and just want to get right into this war metals man yes sir damn dude we're playing on this one this is some serious shit and and the the beats are grimy and you know all the the samples and everything talk about just the idea of this album and the concept of it
2: well war metals um is definitely a raw you know uh super raw idea you know we didn't want to polish it too much you know also it's um it's it's hard but it has a, a jazzy feel the album has like a jazzy feel right. all the same are like jazz infused horns and samples and shit which is appropriate because you know hip hop is jazz funk soul rock you know it makes up all those things so but you know it's um it definitely has a a, a darker vibe than some of my you know previous project you know with the title war medals you know we all wear our war scars you know every day you know and um also the cover is you know uh the Shogun's assassin. Nice, you know. And I, I recently became a father, so uh, you know he's a he's a deadly man. You know, walking <laughs> through you know rough terrain with his son. You know, and and uh, right, and, uh, and some way that, you know, uh, symbolistic to me, you know what I mean? Um, uh, uh, he's like a strong man protecting his son and, you know, walking through, through the fire and, you know, still keeping his sword sharp, you know what I mean? So That's so amazing. yeah, um, yeah, definitely dope. Um, I appreciate your ear. Like I said, I appreciate your listeners oh, and yeah. also too, kind of the more I dove into the war medals idea, you know, and, and there's some samples in there. It's, it's about like prison reform and, uh, also like our war veterans, you know, these people that are like the low bottom of the barrel that protect the whole lot of us, you know, and, uh, and they get these phony medals that they, you know, uh, fugazi medals that they, you know, um, you know, they, they give, they give these people, they pin to, to their chests and all. And, uh, you know, a lot of these guys come back with PTSD, with drug habits, with, you know, they can't, they can't acclimate back into society they they uh they have no no job opportunities you know what i mean and uh and just the more that i dove into it the more that i thought that that was an idea some awareness I'd like to bring. We don't talk enough about, you know, and everybody today, when you go into the store, when you going back home, there'll be homeless people. There's people asking for money, you know, more than half of them are veterans of, of different wars that we fought, you know? And, uh, and yeah, it's just, they seem to get a raw deal, you know, and they're the ones that are running, you know, and when most people run away from, from trouble, you know, they're the guys that are running in, you know, and, uh, they're like the unsung heroes that we don't know their names. No we doubt don't about really it. but you know they carry all the weight and they do the the grunt work. You know. Yeah,
0: frontliners, soldiers. You know, people yeah, on so, people out there doing the grunt work. You just yeah, there's no glory, man. They, like you said, just some fake medals, put it on yeah, your chest, and
2: yep, just some exactly exactly and also to segue into that is you know i'm kind of the grunt of hip hop you know what i mean like i'm the unsung hero you know what i mean so i i near and dear to my heart is you know those guys who who do it with, you know, not for the glory and just run in and front lines and, you know, all that soldiers, you know, people that hold the weight. And I don't think they're recognized enough. Kind of wanted to bring awareness to that as well. And that's why it's a more of a darker vibe than some of
0: my previous effort. It'd be hard to think of an album called War Metals being happy-go-lucky, right? So <laughs> you would think <laughs> there's going to be a little bit of that in there, but uh I like what you, I you described the cover too, because, you know, I have a two and a half year old daughter, so I kind of feel where you're going. With that, with you know, you and your son on the side, and I'm gonna make it a little nerdy here. You know, the show Mandalorian really something that I can relate to because you know he's got baby Yoda, and I don't want to spoil if you're not even a fan or if you don't even know about it. But there's a guy walking around with a little one, so I I kind of see myself in that sometimes. So I can see that cover now it has a different vibe for me. I'm like, oh, okay, I see where he's going with this. It's even bigger than just you know a Shogun Assassin or something. You know, so salute.
2: Yeah, but, yeah well, the, also you know, salute the Shogun's assassin for for yourself and any your your listeners excuse me that um haven't seen the shogun's assassin please go do that today like whatever you're doing in your free time watch it it's one of the greatest martial arts samurai flicks it's controversial oh, yeah. it's a cult classic you know what i mean so so yeah that all ties into the cover but for me personally you know it wasn't just something to sell records you know um it it symbolizes you know this powerful strong warrior protecting his son at all costs through the hell of you know every day you know people are coming at him because he's such a skilled swordsman that people come from all around at the most opportune times to challenge him and step to him and you know threaten his livelihood and and, you know he takes on all comers he he always rises to the occasion you know he protects his son there's even a few instances where the kid gets his hands dirty you know they do his to his uh like bassinet thing and and knives come out the side and shit like that you know so uh so he's he's with the shits too you know the kid is for sure but but right. yeah we all all um something that's more personal i think this album in some way is a little more personal to me than some of my other efforts not I always put all of my energy and all of my personal life experiences into my music but i feel like this time it just really poured out of me you know and uh and all, all just kind of fit together and Salute to the prospect who produced the whole whole Thing you know he's he's from Australia For, for those that don't know And uh you know I'm from Baltimore well, I'm from United States and we put all This together during the COVID and all This you know him and I have never physically Met you know but we FaceTime And we talked a lot you right. know and he would send Me beat packs and then we would FaceTime And bullshit and whatever whatever but The reason I'm saying that is because The vibe just all fit together him and I Vibe well we linked, you know We were connecting ideas everything was just fitting together nice and this just came together like you know like it was god's will like it was it was written you know in the script or something so so i'm really proud of war medals i'm happy that you know it's being received and uh for those who haven't listened to it please go listen to it it's on all platforms uh digital streaming plat um you can go to my website it's guygramsmusic.com and check out some of the old projects as well
0: yeah man i, I was reading that he's from australia and that's crazy to me because you know i've had a lot of people on here and a lot of these producers are from different countries or even if it's from just a different city in the States, I mean, the fact that it's not like the old days. You don't have to go to a studio together and hook up a reel-to-reel. You could just, you know, work with somebody you'll never maybe even meet. It's just mind-blowing to me, and that's just how crazy that, you know, this music has reached all areas of the earth, and, you know, you're finding cats that are just making that, that grimy hip-hop in you know, Australia. I mean, that's that's awesome, man. So salute to the prospect for sure, man.
2: Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. He, he's the bro and uh you know that's something too you know hip-hop is a beautiful thing i'm sure we've talked on it before like you said you've had me on before you know um i've got to travel around the world and meet so many wonderful people and vibes and come across so so many dope things and you know all through hip-hop you know it's 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 this is a journey and i'm continuing on this journey and you know even that we've connected and the people that are gonna discover me through your listeners and you know you know it's all just a big journey and we're all on it together you know and um and it's a beautiful thing and uh and yeah with you know, I, I like to say not all technology is good technology, but but being the way that the the matrix and the Internet and all that is today, you can connect with a like minded person in Australia or Africa or Italy or or, you know, or Connecticut or Baltimore, for that matter. You know, so um, so it is kind of dope that, that we can all connect and, you know, everyone, you know, even back in the day, certain things like record labels did. Now, everyone has the same opportunity with a keyboard or a smartphone in front of them. You know, everyone has, we right. all got access to the same information. We can all contact the same, the same people. So it's not like a big secret, you know, there's, there's no shortcut for hard work and uh, you know, we're going to keep pushing forward and um, you know, spreading, spreading the good word and growing the brand.
0: Yeah. The game's not rigged like it used to be. I mean, for the most part, you know, make a good beat, put up some good lyrics. You pretty much have just as much of an opportunity as anybody else as far as promoting it on platforms and such and of course big record label helps with promotion and the money but yeah man i mean you finding you know this cat in australia you know you didn't have to be a millionaire to do that <laughs> all you had to do is you know connect with the cat and make make a dope record so you know salute to you guys for that and so many tracks on here i want to talk about uh this first one land sharks man dude this is just a banger talk about this record and you got some serious guests on this album as well as this song
2: yes um The Land Sharks is um, one of my favorite tracks on there. It's got my brother, Jay Royale. So, you know, we had to do the home team thing. So salute to Jay Royale, who, if you're not familiar, he's an amazing MC. He's a East Baltimore MC. He's worked with artists like Conway and Benny and... You know, Ito and any artist you could think of, Jay Royale is in the mix. So he, he's a dope guy. Inc- he worked with, including Ill Conscious and the Dirt Platoon and myself. Jay Royale is that dude. Um, I'm happy that he contributed. Like I said, he, he's actually my my brother, you know, in rhyme and traveled around and slept on floors and broke bread. And, you know, And he's a guy that's near and dear to my heart. And he, He's an LMC. So Mickey Diamonds and Pro Dillinger, they're part of the umbrella. They're LMC's i believe pro dillinger's from new york mickey diamonds i think he's in uh i think he's in detroit so so that's dope so you know we're kind of expanding you know uh you know regions but uh but yeah lmcs mickey diamonds um he just put out bangkok dangerous bangkok dangerous Two. you know they, they're moving i believe pro dillinger just put an album out right um with uh, a really uh, ill Canadian DJ. Yeah, them guys are moving. Um, they're super ill. They're dope guys, which goes a long way with me, you know, because I- I've talked to it, like we said about the internet. You know, I talk to a lot of rappers and MCs and, you know, rub elbows with a lot of business people and everything. You know, uh, I-, I always used to say like such and such is a nice guy and people would laugh, you know, but, uh, you know, we all do the same thing. We're all in the same business. To me, it goes a long way when someone is, is a is a, a real person, when they're down to earth, when they're, you know what I mean? So no doubt. in building with guys like Mickey Diamonds and Pro Dillinger, you know, it was always mutual res- respect. You know, they was always super nice and cool and friendly. And, you know, um, even though we're all very high skilled, you know what I mean? So, uh, so you know, adding on and, and, and building on with people of that caliber that are, uh, you know, that are good people, you know, um, that that's of value to me. So so really, you know, the track is a banger. I, I wanted that to be a posse cut. We got two songs on the album that were like posse cuts. So and that one's early in the album too. Right. I wanted to get right to it. But I, I like the way that those guys move, Mickey and Pro Dillinger. And um, you know, like I said, they're super Ill MCs. They're even better people. You know what I mean? So uh so that's kind of if they was dickheads, They would never have been on, you know what I mean? I guess that's what I'm saying in a long-winded answer, but but really, they're definitely skilled. Those guys are moving. All of us are on the rise. Myself, Guy Grams, Jay Royale, Mickey Diamonds, and Pro Dillinger. You know, people may be unfamiliar with our names, but in a few years, we're going to be the. That'll be like a bigger track that you know has everyone on it. Is is now like well on their way. So you're early. You know, people are going to be catching on later.
0: Yeah, no doubt, and uh, dickheads don't get war medals, so you know, <laughs> f them cats.
2: Word up, word up, but yeah, and, and I just um, I don't know if that's appropriate to say. I'm yeah, you can say it. You're allowed to say it, man. Getting to know me a little, uh, you know, a little better. Um, you know, it goes a long way to to be, you know, and and for anyone listening, be nice to whoever's around you. You know, it it don't take nothing to be to be to help. There you go. You can, and you know what I mean. Like yo, part of that too is your vibration and your energy that you put off into the world you know and and uh we want to be successful and we want to do things the right way well all that starts when no one's looking when you have a chance to help somebody else in need or something like that you know uh everything is connected so it's important to to be respectful and polite and nice you know when need be
0: all right take that back you guys aren't dickheads just uh just get your shit together
2: (laughs) (laughs) Word,
0: word, word. Man, man, uh, speaking of high-caliber people, man, you know it wouldn't be a Guy Graham's album without Raph Almighty being on there somewhere. And he's been on the show a couple times as well Snook. And this Fear and Loathing joint, man, you got a video for it as well. Just talk about this track and, you know, just recording with Raf. I mean, you guys go back and you guys will be always, to me, linked in some, some way or another. There'll always be a track, it seems like, with you guys.
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. And, uh, yo, the Fear and Loathing visual, was that was the first single for War Metals. You know, I, I when we started creating this album, you know, uh, that was one of the earlier tracks we recorded. I knew right away that that was the first single. You know, I just wanted to drop in that way with that raw, rugged, you know style so Raph almighty you know um we've been building together for 10 years or so you know he's my brother him him and i are you know we connect we we vibe so well we don't even discuss you know a lot of the times like i'll come with my rhyme he'll come with his rhyme you know we just kind of vibe you know just we spent so much time around each other that our vibes are you know naturally like on stage and you know i jump in and have his back and we the way that we work is is definitely a great thing so salute to my brother raf almighty you You know, and uh, like you said, it's, it's not a Guy Grahams album if Raph Almighty don't make it. No appearance. doubt, man. So, and uh, he's also my partner in crime with, you know, I'm one half of the Almighty Grams. So, you know, we previously released the Almighty Grams. Coming early this year, we'll be releasing the second installment of oh, the Almighty wow. So it's already been recorded. I That's believe great. It's done, 12, 14 tracks. It's in the mix of uh, getting cuts and, you know, all the mix downs. And also, you'll be hearing a lot more about that. Hopefully, we'll be talking again soon. Yeah. Yeah, man a, a almighty graham's effort which is going to be big and and beautiful it's going to be it's going to you know it's going to be a bomb so um and also to answer the second part of your question is you know raf almighty you know his vibe and his energy is unique it's unlike anyone's so being you know, i've been recording with him for a long time we've we've got a long catalog of music you know um he's so loud and so big on a track, you know, I was always wordy, you know, but, uh, I was never so large on a track. He's helped me a lot, like through the recording process, just seeing how he works and being on tracks with him, me, like, like dubbing the way that I'll dub my takes. So they don't sound smaller compared to his, you know, it makes me sound like larger on the track. Um, you know, so I have to give big props to Raph almighty, like, as an artist, we continue to grow and as a person, so hopefully I continue to grow as an artist and as a person, but my lyrics are are still, I like to nerd out with the words and get scientific, so <laughs> the words, it's still there, but I'm taking it to another level with my aggressiveness, and that's kind of inspired in part by Raph Almighty. He's right there next to me, egging me on, and he's so loud and big, how could I not, you know? Yeah, um, man. You know, just so. So I'm kind of really growing into the MC and the artist that I always had the potential to be, but it's really with him by my side. And, and, uh, you know, and it's always been like that scientific lyrical, you know, vibe, but really just taking it to the next level with my aggressiveness and my cadence. And, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy creatively where I'm at him in a good creative space. Like I said, salute to my brother, Ralph almighty salute to the Durple tune, Jay Royale ill conscious, Jamil honesty, my man, Seneca, the whole Baltimore squad, there's there's a lot of really talented MCs in Baltimore that do the purest form of hip hop. So um, we're not the popular cool table, you know, you know, this is where it's at. Anyone that's on the underground scene or been listening or checking, you know, they've tapped in here and they know that uh, Baltimore has some some really uh, unearthed gems here
0: without a doubt and I, last time you were on I remember there was a part where we were talking about having like a name for that whole crew because there's so many of you guys you know kind of like Wu-Tang or Tribe or something and you are saying when that name comes, we'll, we'll hear about it because <laughs> you haven't come up with an umbrella name yet for the whole crew, right?
2: No, no. And, you know, uh, also, you know, everyone's kind of um, we're all together. We, we love each other and we, you know, we're like one big dysfunctional family. So Raph has been releasing solo music. I believe Snook released a solo album, J. Royale's album. A new album is about to come out, I believe his third album, uh, his official release. Ill Conscious is getting ready to release Acres of Diamonds. I just released this War Medals, of course. Um, Raph and I have, you know, a second installment of the Almighty Grams coming. You know, all of us are, you know, featured on each other's albums. And, you know, so, um, yeah, we're all we're all working and we're all kind of, you know, I think that us working separately makes us look stronger as a whole.
0: That's a good way to put it, man. And when you guys all come together, that collective is just, you know, it's unstoppable. And you just brought up about Raph. You know, he I just saw the video the other day for Accomplishments with you and him from his album. Uh, That video was really cool, man. Where was that shot, the mountains and everything? Where where were you guys at for that?
2: Uh, There's this place in Baltimore. It's called the King and Queen Seat. It's like uh, some place where these Indians used to go. And it's like these mountainous rock, you know, uh and it's really dope like tourist people go there and shit like that. And, um, you know, when we got to doing the treatment for accomplishments, you know, dude wanted it to be, you know, like not the typical graffiti wall hip, you know, is right. accomplishments like he we're reflecting on you know, on things we, where we've been and, you know, things, things we've, we've done well. And, you know, um, that was one of, uh, one of the places we kind of, uh, you know, thought, thought that we would want to tap into. And, uh, and yeah, it turned out beautiful. You know, we just wanted to show that scenery and, you know, um, I, my son's actually in it. He got a little cameo. Yeah, that's so right, he, I saw him. Yeah. Him son <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, showing off that dad bod, you know, well, uh, <laughs> it, was <really laughs> it was like a fucking hundred degrees. So, oh, you, shit. Know, you, you know, you gotta go hard when, when it's like hundred degrees, so. I feel but um, yo, that's a, that's an awesome song, and it's a great video. It's accomplishments, Raph Almighty, featuring Guy Grahams. Please, for your listeners, please check that out. Yeah, yeah, it was just we were more reflective. You know, we didn't want to be like popping champagne and you know with a fancy car or whatever.
0: Like know, the opposite of cream interior, right? Like almost yeah, the exact we opposite. Wanted to,
2: yeah. We wanted, to, yeah, something, something, something that, not the requisite hip hop, you know, shit. So we took it out to the country and we went to to some mountains and we kind of gave you a different different vibe a little bit and yeah. so i think we no no pun intended but i think we accomplished you know that own accomplishment
0: yeah man you really needed those tims for that one like <laughs> that was like not a not just for looking cool you actually need to get around so yeah salute to that video and that track and definitely look yeah. out for that that at raf album and uh, he's just you know bringing that heat as he always does and back to your album war medals and everybody listening make sure you don't sleep go cop that you know, another track on here I really liked was uh, "More Metals," and you know the cuts on there, like two tracks back to back, were just like the cuts are just phenomenal. "More Metals" and "Fog of War," man, dude, just just crazy.
2: Yeah, I appreciate you. Um, "More Metals" was uh, one of them joints. I have a few songs on on this project that um. You know, there's not really a choral idea. It was just, it's just me, 100 miles an hour, just get, you know, and also for people that aren't familiar, you know, I like to rhyme, you know, I, uh, (laughs) there it is words like, you know, um, some, my music isn't for everyone, you know, uh, I, I I recognize that, but you know, there's astute listeners, you want to sit down and listen and not catch everything the first time and listen to it 20 times and catch something different. And I'm the kind of MC that you like I'm an MC's type of MC. So also I think this is my eighth or ninth studio album. We have choruses. I got hooks and choral arrangements. If you like want to hear struct- properly structured songs, we, we do that as well. But there's a few tracks on war metals where I just was itching to just go in just, uh, just, I just right. had something to get off my chest. And I just wanted to give you a hundred miles an hour, a hundred bars, just straight fucking uncut the, from my brain to wherever you're at. So yeah, that was one of those ones where I just barred it out. I just, I just, you know, and uh, and the cuts are from a uh, French duo, NM Scratchers, and uh, I've yeah. worked with them a few times before. They did cuts for a joint with myself and Starvin B, produced by the Custodian, right. and um, they're just super dope. It's a collective of DJs, so sh- salute to nm scratchers because it's a bunch of djs and they're all sharp and nasty with the cut so uh you know, they definitely laced it proper and you know set the vibe and, and also for next time you listen to the track i've recorded all of that at the zion's den studio there's two or three tracks i recorded at my home homie full scales house and full scales done production for me went by napalm full scale you know i always build and add on with dude but um he recorded a few of those tracks one of the tracks in particular he happened to record was more metals. So I did a few takes, you know, and um, I could one take it, you know, but uh, a lot of times I like to warm up my vocal cords and, and gotcha. I'll kick it a few times. Right. It, it might be the third or fourth time that that's the one. So, like, I'll kick it. I might say, keep the take. Let me kick it again or keep the take. Well, it was like the third or fourth take that I, you know, that we kept the actual, in the recording, you can hear, when I'm finished, I said motherfucker or something, right? <laughs> you can hear the, the engineer full scale underneath, he, he's like money, right? Because the technical was money, and he was sitting close enough to me that the mic picked it up, so That's great. the engineering process, I told him Keep that, keep that. So, my favorite part of about the song More Metals is every time at the end, like when I end my verse with an exclamation point, if you listen closely, you can hear the engineer saying money, and then and in between, like where the cuts are. So, it's just a little minute thing. Yeah, you know? man. That kind of, and that's, I'm glad you asked about that because that's a little tidbit that you'd never, so next time you listen to that, you'll, your listeners and yourself, you'll be listening to hear, hear him saying money because he was happy because that was the take. We, we both agreed. So Man. yeah, salute the NM scratchers. And um, Fog of War, that's a song uh, featuring Jay Cyanide. DJ Grasshopper did the cut. You know, we got my man Guru on there. And it, that's a, a darker track, the, the vibe. And that shit's uh, really, yeah, really heavy. The other posse cut is uh, the Cornerstone. Right. And it features Jameel Honesty. And um, he's a local, you know, uh, up and coming underground MC. And it features Comp. He's a Baltimore legend. He was on the Def Jam Vendetta video game. Um and Comp had that song "Run" with Ghostface. Uh, back "Run," police got guns. It was oh, a big nice. right. So Comp Comp yeah. is kind of uh, um one of our few Baltimore guys that actually had a taste of the industry, you know, and um. He's from Baltimore City, and I've known him for a long time. And again, we'll go back to that. He's a good dude. I've always had um, real positive, strong, good conversations with him, and it was just time to bring him into the fold. You know, he's a Baltimore legend, and I was honored to have him on the track. So myself and Jamil were kind of up and coming. We we carry the torch for the new wave, and Comp kind of did it before us. And I just wanted to acknowledge and show respect to the guys that in my area that came before us. So I'm sure some of your listeners are familiar with Def Jam Vendetta or Ghostface and yeah, James. I would think Long so.
0: And, you know, <laughs> comp,
2: So and uh DJ Grasshopper also did the cuts on that one. Yeah, as well. he's
0: on two of them. Yeah. He's he definitely, you know, helped with this album quite a bit. Big up to him. He's from another yeah, country. Where's he from?
2: Um uh somewhere in Europe. You yeah, know, I've I'm heard his name a few times. A bunch a bunch yeah. of times. And uh he works with all the Baltimore Collective. Like, if you look through Jay Royale, Ill, uh, the Dirt, myself, Jamil, Seneca, he he's works with all of us. Um, you know, he's a uh, again, he he's a dope a dope DJ and a even better person. So, um, you know, we we are not working with dickheads and assholes. So, <laughs>
0: there it is. <laughs> there's
2: lots of them. There's lots of them in the industry, and not to. You know, it's when you're, I'm a fan of hip hop, hip hop raised me. You know, I love this. This is what I do as my job, as my profession, you know, so it sucks sometimes when you get this seed behind the curtain, you know, not everybody is nice, not all your favorite rappers are. you know, or what people think they are. And sometimes being from this side of the stage, we see things differently behind the curtain. And that's why I say it goes a long way just to be nice and in, in any avenue of business.
0: Yeah, man, be nice on the mic, be nice in person. Be yeah, nice man, in whatever you do.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, and, and just rewind it a bit. You brought up full scale, you had a track with him on here called "Climb Out." And uh, when you're you were talking about how he you, you're reacting after those verses when you're doing those takes, it made me think of you know when I try to be like Jordan, I'll, I'll shoot a basket and I'll say Jordan, you know, after missing five times and finally making one. But uh, that that's dope, dude. And uh, when I play that song again, I'm going to listen for that. You know that 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 little engineer clip. <laughs> that's awesome, it, you've
2: been man. been there, I guess it was. I we were both in agreement. I guess he he knew before I did, before I could even, you know, articulate it. That was the tape, you know. And uh and I just thought it was dope. I didn't want it to get lost or or cut out in the in the mixing and mastering process. And then also um the climb out joint featuring full scale is um you know, uh he's he's a producer and MC and you know, I've known him as long as I've been doing music, you know, him and I have been you know we kind of came up together in this and uh you know and he's a big fan of the prospects production and he's a tough cookie like he don't like it, no shit but he really enjoyed the the production and uh and I told you he recorded a few of the tracks you know I recorded them in his studio you know at his place and uh that was another one of the tracks the climb out that he record we recorded the more metals the climb out I believe maybe one other one but um you know i recorded my verse and uh loosely was kind of like you know, putting it together. And he, you know, was like, well, I could put a verse to this, uh, you know, um, right then and there in the session, when I recorded, you know, the first take my verse of, you know, the climb out, he went like my verse and the beat, like, uh, you know, on loop. And he sat there and we kind of sat there together. And, uh, he said, you know, wrote a couple lines and I'm like, well, that sounds, I said, if you could come up with something, you know, we could make it work. Cause he's my bro. And, you know, sure as shit in about an hour, you know, um, we kind of vibed with it and went through it. And, uh, and then he, he came up with his and laid it right then and there in the same session. And, uh, and it turned out dope. And, um, Man. and again, that's a testament to how him and I vibe and that chemistry. Know, yeah. work chemistry yeah and um and it just it was just dope it just turned out well you know uh i had the space for him and uh, i believe he's a dope mc and uh he doesn't necessarily want to be in the forefront so it's always surprising to me when every once in a while he'll get an itch and be like and i got a rhyme for this you know uh <laughs> it's always, um, i'm always like well you know i mean uh, you know i'm i'm open to it so so you know i'm easy to to work with like that when uh you know i don't work with a lot of people but the people that i do work with you know we work well together and it's that chemistry
0: well he was feeling the track so much he knew he had to get in on it I mean, it's it, it was he too hard for him through. to resist he had to get in on that one man. jumped right on. yeah man maybe one of my favorite tracks on here is peace offering dude because you're talking about just you like the rhyme to me this is like a highlight of that somebody wants to know how guy grams gets busy this right here it's just like it, it feels like you're just going for bars and bars and bars and that's what i like about that track talk about that one
2: it's uh it's one of them ones like i said uh earlier it's more personal to me you know and i can't quite put my finger on why or how but um you just have to listen to it. You know, like you said, it's something that you enjoyed. I I don't know. Like it's almost like poetry. The, what I wrote to it spews out of me and, and with so much emotion and, you know, the way I articulate in and out of each phrase and word, and you can just hear that it means so much. And every, I can't even articulate it now, put it into words exactly, uh, you know, how I was able, how I tapped into that or how I, how I, you know, it just also, um, I know I'm kind of taking it somewhere else, but you know, I found creatively, you know, when I sit down Uh and I think hard to come up with something, sometimes I don't, I write one line, I I come up with nothing, you know, but it's those times when it flows out of me. Like it seems, I just, I'm just writing as quick as you would just write, you know, uh, just all as just coming to me, you know, and, um, and, the peace offerings, that whole rhyme, that whole idea, it was one of those ones that just, it just kind of, you know, it was effortless that, that came out of me, you know, and, um, and it it means so much and it's so intricate and it's so, you know, there's so much going on that, uh, you know, some, that's the kind of thing that, you know, I've, I've continued to push myself and, uh, I want to continue to push myself creatively and, you know, um, that's an example of, of why I, I want to keep pushing myself because you know uh
0: that's the kind of things it produces no doubt man and it really came through on that track and flow is a good way to put it because it's just it's coming right at you and if you're not paying attention you know the track is, is done <laughs> you don't realize that guy just spit for like you know two minutes straight or something like that so salute on that mm-hmm. one
2: there's a lot of intricacies right and you know and um you know uh over the years you know as an artist you know I it could take a lot of time to iron out all those things but in certain instances in the peace offerings case um it just came out that way it just came out the you know it just it my brain produced it that way you know just the way that it i I don't i don't know it it, you know
0: it's they need to hear it
2: it seems it seems uh I, i'm i sound like a dickhead right now but you know i mean <laughs> it's um, going
0: full circle man It's now you're now it's you <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah but you
2: know it's just it, it's it's honestly sometimes you know it's um it's humbling you know when i certain things that i do it ends up being bigger than me or it's more than whatever that i feel I you right down or whatever you know and uh definitely gives it all so much more meaning you know and then everything that i've done all my art has been from the heart i love art i love hip-hop i love music hip-hop Pop raised me, you know, everything that I speak, it's not fugazi. You know, I've either been through it first person. It was my neighbor, my brother, my friend, my family, you know, all this stuff is shit that I see. We live in a, in a desolate area, a poverty area, high crime, murder. Um, I don't want to glorify that in any way, but somehow like a news reporter, I have, I can, I have to report it. You know, I'm not going to, uh, you know, turn, turn away or, or, you know, like it doesn't exist so we're trying to squeeze the most out of what we can here and um like i said there's a lot of talent here i don't know if anyone's necessarily listening or checking for for talent here you know, as far as the, the majors, the big, the machine, you know, but um, like I said, these underground guys and, you know, if you've been following, you know, the ill consciousness, you know, the dirt the J Royale, Guy Grahams, you know, Seneca, the misfit, you know, you know, people are starting to get aware. And I believe we're only gaining more and more traction, you know, and it's definitely headed in a positive direction.
0: Oh without a doubt, man, and salute to Baltimore and that area, you know even in d c maryland area all of that there's so many artists coming out was it w what do you, what do you call that area w m d am i saying it right uh
2: well, no ba- it's Baltimore no, no, it's the d m v
0: see I, I knew I screwed
2: it up I knew I screwed nah, it up you're good, you're good. <laughs> now we I'm the don't really, we don't really, you know there's been a big we had a discussion about that before too, like the d m v is 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 virginia and maryland and dc gotcha you know so you know baltimore is still kind of like its own thing like yeah we can we're part of the dmv in a way you know the dc maryland virginia region that's just the word for like the regional section you know but um but yeah baltimore city baltimore is this kind of is its own animal you I know. got you. Okay. <laughs> when people want to lump us into the DMV thing. That's cool. That kind of gives us reach down to Virginia and up to DC, you know, uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll roll with that. I'm with that. Too. <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> cool, man.
0: You guys are on your own thing, but if people down there are feeling it even more, you know, that's cool too. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. The DMV is like a whole scene. It's like the coast here, you know? Okay. Before you get to New York and Philly and whatever, you know?
0: Yeah man see I'm in Chicago so I'm trying to we're kind of like in the middle of all this so we we always try to figure out where's the the next the next scene at right. Yeah it's just it's just cool here and you know Baltimore has been doing their thing for so long and I've had cats from Jersey on here and you know they're doing their thing and of course they got New York just overshadowing them and it's just crazy that whole east coast area man it just it's amazing I am just as a fan just looking out and even Florida now is on the come up I mean it's just it's just crazy to me to see all this great Canada, talent
2: Canada you know um, Yeah and hip hop, uh, you know, the, the mainstream idea of what they're promoting now is kind of not good. It's not ideal, but, um, if you, there is still hip hop is alive and well, kind of back to what you're saying is that, you know, there's a lot of dope MCs, some you may never heard of, you know, that are keeping the culture and carrying the tradition. and uh, and you know i'm just happy to be a small part in that you know to play a small part in that so but yeah there's a lot of dope mcs hip-hop is alive and well pop you know contrary to popular belief or whatever you know hip-hop is fucking fine it'll be fine there's there's ill mcs and they're, like we talked about the overseas markets and these guys kind of got the vibe and you know they carry the torch well too so you know um hip-hop will be fine it's something they'll be here and you know, and long when we're gone.
0: No doubt about it. Hip-hop is not dead, to quote Nas, you know, from his album. But actually, speaking of Nas, I'll bring up one last track on here, Cousin of Death, you know, from War Metals. That's another track, closes out the album. And yeah, another one that really, really, man, just, this album is just nothing but straight heaters. But that one's another standout track, too.
2: Appreciate you. Yeah, Um, and it goes back to what we were saying earlier. You know, the ones, you know, you're actually, um, this is uh, good research uh, development or whatever for me, because, uh, you know, I told you earlier, there was a couple tracks where they weren't like choral ideas, you know, in a sense, uh, they were just, just go, you know, um, and that cousin of death was kind of the way I wanted to end out. The album was again, just giving you like a thousand bars, just like a hundred miles an hour, just running a lot about you. And it's a lot going on, you know, um, and it really takes an astute listener this you have to, care to sit down and say what the fuck is he saying you know and and follow me you gotta follow me take a walk with me you know and uh and uh yeah man it's um it's again it's it's aggressive track and uh like i told you earlier i think i'm growing aggressive like more into the aggressive you know mc that i that i always you know strive to be so you know um I'm just aggressive. I'm I'm my cadence, I, I you know, I I'm I'm rhyming with a purpose, you know. So, um and it definitely uh you're you're letting me know that the tracks that I'm doing without chorus uh arrangements are people are feeling that. Right. Yeah, man. So, so that's cool. And you know, I try to switch it up. We don't always do like 16 a hook, a 16. You know, I don't I don't I don't want to keep it the same sometimes i'll do a 24 sometimes we'll do two 12s and a hook and or a 32 and you know i like to try to switch it up so so not everything is always the same you know some rappers they have the same 16 hook 16 hook a six, you know or whatever the same you know and it gets boring to even to the listener yeah,
0: yeah formulaic and sometimes that works to your detriment if you do it too much and
2: yeah. So we, we do a few 16 like regular tracks and then there's some I don't even know how many bars they are, you know, and shit like that. And, you know, so we, we do some that are 14 and just, we, you know, weird things, just different things to change up the rhythms and, and the vibe of it.
0: No doubt. Everybody listening, this is Guy Grahams, his album is War Metals And you mentioned some other albums that you've got coming out. What else could we be looking for from Guy Grahams besides, you know, that that sequel with you and Raph and I'm sure there's tons of other stuff.
2: Um, Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. I've been uh, currently doing a lot of features. I'm working on a new project loosely. It's called Actors and Ball Players. So, uh, you know, I'm loosely playing off that term and we'll see what it grows into. But um, yeah, be looking for that early, early next year. Um, War Medals, you know, um, we're, we're doing vinyl. We'll have vinyl. I have some special like pins and patches and things that are in the in the mix now so you know once we get the packs together with the vinyl and the pins and the patches and all i'll be announcing all those things too so we're gonna do you know a small run of cds you know it's it's out digital so go listen to it digital yeah the the new almighty grams you know featuring myself and Raph almighty it's coming out on ESI it's a Canadian label sometime early next year like i said it's all in the works now so a lot of things going on just just uh you know keep keep checking up on me keep you know tuned in the guy grams keep spreading the good word and, uh, and we'll keep having special things and, and, you know, keep trying to keep you guys, you know, up to date on, on what we got going
0: on. No doubt. And where can they follow you online on Instagram and Twitter? I don't know if you do Facebook or not. It seems like kind of a thing that people don't do that much these yeah, days. But.
2: I'm, well, I'm on all of those things, you know, I'm kind of a caveman, but, but I'm on, <laughs> you know, I, I'm more active on Instagram. It's Guy Grahams music, all one word Guy Grams. G-U-I-G-R-A-M-S music. At, on instagram you know um I'll respond back I'm usually pretty good about those kind of things I, I have a twitter and I have a facebook but I'm very rarely uh active on those platforms but but um but yeah I try to post everything and updates to my instagram and my website is uh guygramsmusic.com, so there's always updates there and you can probably go from my website to my facebook and my Instagram actually I know there's links to all that stuff as well socially you know social media links and all so so, but yeah, uh, keep up with me on Instagram is more than likely where you'll find me or where I'll respond most expedient. No
0: doubt, no doubt. Guy Graham's repping Baltimore, sort of in the DMV, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> man, and uh, man, big up for coming on here. Does War Medals is a banger, definitely one of my favorite albums of the year. And uh, salute to you for coming on the Infinite Banter podcast once again. And I know you'll be on in the future when you got some more stuff coming out.
2: Yes, sir. I appreciate you and all your listeners. Thanks again for having me. And uh, yeah, yeah. When we got something new and we're promoting or even just the a- just if you ain't heard from me in a while let's just tap in and talk about some some things that are going on you know what i mean so yeah
0: man check on your dad life you know because we we've got some it. similarities there <laughs>
2: yeah hey hey and that's a beautiful thing man life's about perspective and and you know you're seeing it from from a different perspective so as am i
0: no doubt man no doubt man big up guy grams thank you for coming on the show and everybody listening check out war medals and everything he's got going on in the past and coming up man appreciate you dude really really appreciate your time man
2: yes sir appreciate you hope everything's well like i said uh reach out to me anytime man and i i enjoy our conversations and uh Again, you seem like a cool, straight. I'm okay,
0: man. And big up for the uh, you know the stuff from last year. I got the shirt. You know, I still wear that that shirt, the green, uh, the yeah. guy Graham shirt, and uh, cool. fugitive handbook and all that. So yeah, people listening, you know, guy Graham's will he'll send you a package if you're ready. You know, he's got stuff.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, we got merch and I always got odds and ends and actually those shirts are you can attest. They're soft, comfortable shirts. Yeah, it man. Ain't hard like they t-shirt. hide the dad bod. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's it. That's it. But <laughs> one of them shirts, you can you can go out and rep it, and please do. You can get comfortable at home. It's a comfortable like t-shirt that you know you lay around in, and shit. You're gonna want to wear uh, you know, numerous times because because it feels good on your skin. And we didn't chintz with the fucking hard cotton. Fucking. it's a nice, it's a nice, soft, comfortable shirt. That's so how you end mean, it. Not only are you repping, you know, uh, you know the the the
0: brand. Your your high fashion and comfort. You know, yeah. Max, no matter you know, what you're doing, max. if you're stuck in the house, look good doing it with a Guy Graham's t-shirt. Come on,
2: that's, now. It. that's it, and you'll be extremely comfortable. You know,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's yeah, I had no idea to I was gonna be. end it with that, but that's where we are. <laughs> What's My up, Guy Graham's? <laughs>
2: but yeah i appreciate you please you know check out the consigliere the gateway drug the gramzilla album the fugitive handbook you know the first almighty grams you know the perry moore album you know um bang this war medals and just please stay tuned what we're about to do next man that's what
0: it's all about guy grams keeping your ears busy with that music man no doubt about it salute to you guy grams and we definitely appreciate you coming on everybody check out war Medals and everything's got coming up in the future big big salute man
2: yes sir you're the man yo what's up this is dj
1: chill will and you're listening to infinite banter with my man dj Soundwave. that's what's up let's go
0: If you're looking for ways to skip the trip to the post office and dodge all that hectic holiday shopping traffic, why not save time and money with Stamps.com? Stamps.com lets you compare rates, print labels, and access exclusive discounts on UPS and USPS services all year long it just makes sense especially if your business sends more mail and packages during the holidays i mean nobody wants to go to the post office stand in long lines especially this time of year you already know how it's gonna be they don't have as many workers you got a lot to send it's just easier not to leave the house i would never leave the house if i didn't have to and stamps.com definitely helps make that easier whether you're selling online or running an office or side hustle stamps.com can save you so much time money and stress during the holidays Access all the post office and UPS shipping services you need without taking the trip. And you get discounts you can't find anywhere else, like up to 40% off USPS rates and 76% off UPS. Going to the post office instead of using stamps.com is kind of like taking the stairs instead of the elevator. Unless you're trying to get in shape. (laughs) Just go up a couple of floors, sure, take the stairs. You could use a break, so go to Stamps.com. Definitely do that instead of walking. If you spend more than a few minutes a week dealing with the mail and shipping, Stamps.com is a lifesaver. You'll save so much time and money, you'll wonder why you didn't start sooner. Save time and money this holiday season with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code POD for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contract. Just go to Stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code POD. Yeah, yeah, you listening to Dre Cobbs, man, DJ Soundwave, Infinite Fanta, official. Big, big up to Guy Grams. Check out his album, War Medals. Man, that was a lot of fun talking with him. And you know what? There's one more part that I talked to him about that I want to play right here. It wasn't in the official interview. What happens a lot of times, I'm talking to these guests, and even though we finish it up, I'm still recording. We're still talking. Once in a while, there'll be something in there that's worth bringing back. And he kept talking about something. He even says, I wish I would have said this in the interview. I'm like, well, h- hold on. I'll keep it, and we'll put we'll play it in the episode. So here it is. He basically is talking about the writing process and him putting together tracks and just getting better at this rap game and working on features with other artists and such and just how it's it's coming to him a little more easier because he's done it so long and he's just getting so much better at it. And I think there's a lot of good stuff he says here that's really important. So definitely want to keep this and bring it back, and we're going to do it right here. So here's a couple extra minutes, some overtime with Guy Grahams, just talking about the process of writing and putting songs together and just how good he is at spitting those bars. So here we go, Guy Graham's little extra, little extra bonus content on the Infinite Banter podcast.
2: I, you know, I write a lot, and I go through like my writings, and I like to get scientific. I'll pick and choose like some things I don't ever use I just put the put them to the side or I'm like this doesn't fit here or whatever Then my buddy will play a beat or I'll get like some tracks or I'll be doing something and I'll be going through like the scraps and just saying like lines and people will be like what the fuck is that (laughs) or these are you know and then I'm like what the fuck like even the shit that I trashed sometimes is better than some guy's whole shit you know so I understand that but but part of I gotta be my own filter and my toughest critic by the time it gets you I agonized over it for you know nights. you know and something else about music is it's this weirdest thing where it's like it's so personal right it's it's mine I work on it and secretiveness, and you know and I record it and it's like it's mine it's personal I listen to it like a thousand times to see if I I did something wrong if I liked it if there's something I should do differently it's personal to me until I put it up for everyone to see and then I kind of got to detach myself from it you know because I can't I got to figure out if it's good or not i can't tell because i'm so attached to it so like you know it's this weirdest thing it's like a personal thing and then once i feel like it's finished i let everyone have it <laughs> and it's not per, it's not mine anymore you know what i mean i got you i'll listen to like uh, like the consigliere if I, if you put the consigliere in right now like i would listen to that and be like uh this guy's pretty good this sounds tight right because i'm so <laughs> far detached from that piece now you know what i mean like i can listen to it without like being a tough critic or critiquing myself or, or thinking—I don't know—you know—it's just—it's just such a weird thing, man. It's a personal, and then I share it with everybody, you know, and then people get to say, "I hated it," or "it was great," or "he's a genius," or "an idiot," and I got to be okay with it, you know, because I'm posting it for for everyone
0: to view. And so, and like you oh. said, you've already agonized over it before it got to the yeah. point where everybody could hear it. So you've already yeah, done yeah, all that.
2: <laughs> but by the time it gets to you. I'm done with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, I still like, I, I very rarely listen to my own music. I mean, I kind of have more since we have Alexa, you know, the thing at the house. You can be like, right. play God's Hands on Amazon Music. And it just plays like songs. And sometimes I'm like, wow shit, like it just plays random songs from the catalog. I'm like, D- I ain't heard this song. This shit's tight. Oh shit. You know, so <laughs> yeah, it's cool every once in a while to, you know, but I don't toot my own horn or I listen to like Nas or Sports Talk Radio or what the fuck. I've been listening. A lot
0: of reggae music, man. You know, see, <laughs> you're not on your own stuff, man. You play it, you put it out there, you make it, and then you're moving on. And of course, you're doing new stuff too, so it's not always what you just worked on. You're already thinking about the next move, probably as well. So,
2: yes, yeah, sir. You yeah, always, always gotta, you know. And then even like you said, um, you know, I I'd never can mail it in. I'm at that point too. I mean, I, um, you know, I guess I think about that, or uh, you know, if I minimal effort or don't try as hard, you know. But I tell Raff and them guys, I'm who I am and what I'm trying to do. And, you know, I people are just discovering me every time I do something. P- new people are jumping on. You know, I can't rest like on shit that I did. Like I have no, you know, I can't take a day off. I can't take a verse off. You know what I mean? I got to kill everything and, you know, bring as many people in as I can. You know,
0: yeah, that's a really good way to look at it. That time that they're hearing that it could be their first time hearing Guy Grahams. Yeah. And, and they got to I'm be like, impressed. Oh,
2: I got yeah. all these great things and, you know, and if they're not going to go check if I didn't move them to, you know, I got to be on there like da 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 da. and they're like oh shit now i want to go check who is this guy right so i gotta win him over you know so i gotta go what the fuck is this and then halfway through they're gonna be like yeah this is i like this shit you know <laughs> <laughs> and I get that I mean um, I, Like I said I've been doing A lot of features So the artist Will hit me back And be like The engineer's Favorite song is this And I tell Raph All the time Like all the albums Raph's been putting out I give him a verse I feature on all Of Raph's solo albums Right And uh, it seems like Every you know Album that I The song that I'm on, It's the single You know what I mean I always give yeah, him single. He's Like oh well, the, the producer likes it Well, we pick these songs And they pick this one Like the one with you And Graham Do you know what I mean So it always ends I'm like I always give you your single bro
0: You know what I mean like (laughs) And the video for that matter sometimes Yeah. Yo
1: yo check check one two This is Catch 22 coming at you live And direct and you're listening to my man DJ Soundwave infinite banter Don't sleep on it kid
0: I did mention I want to play another track from Guy Graham This is one of my favorite songs on the album We talked about it in the interview And this one I feel like he's just doing his version of like Lyrics of Fury from like Rakim Where he's just like rhyming Just Here's some bars, here we go There's no hook, just going right at it from start to finish So this is Peace Offering off of the Guy Graham's album War Medals, definitely go check it out Go to GuyGramsMusic.com Check him out, follow him on Instagram But here we go, Guy Graham's Peace Offering Off his new album War Medals On the Infinite Banter Podcast
1: I like on off. Hey, i make you an offer you can't refuse. What is a man to do? How often does the offer get lost in the hand and move? Vibration off the energies, orbits I channel through. High pride, love lost. With the cost of a man to lose, stand true. Smooth on the groove like a dance move. Make examples out of samples right under the fan. Cool. No talks, capsule in a capsule. Don't be bashful. son, son, you're living in a cardboard castle. Throwing shots at you like them shooters down in El Paso. Asshole, my shit, it's fast forward and pass go. You was making noise, I wasn't paying attention. Hard work. Really stay in the trenches, listen It's like I just came home, shit, I don't play With no sentence, you couldn't bust back Son, you tell the tale of a muskrat Make your lung collapse, bitch, give me my blunt back They said I'm hot now, now they setting My stock down, it's out of town, the to lockdown Spot's on the block now, my time is Soon to come, like the moon and the sun Strength for one million, strong, all moving Is one, son, the shit you made is war, and I am matriculated forward, in the streets I pay It forward, in the sheets you play for me Even though I played it, called you, I don't fuck with no conformance I'm good in any hood, just you you looking like a tourist, you might cheat to get results and I ain't never cutting corners, plan to make a fucking fortune, hand painted every portion, sell adrenaline, son, I laced it with pure endorphins, ref up a hundred horses, I powered, all performance, the flows a bottle water that's imported from the source, kid word up, in accordance with all supporters, knocking shit about the orbit, smoke you like the 5th. lay up in the morgue stiff, I'm out to sink your warship, collision cause planets, colliding is metaphoric, I'm doing all this, for the ones that bled before us, sell you so far to go, but is you any better for it, I said I'm doing this, for the ones that bled before us, if a man sells his soul, is he any better for it? PIV! What's good man, it's your boy Jamar Gasol, I'm rocking with the homie DJ Soundwave on Infinite Banter, check in.
0: You would think I didn't watch the movie, I remember the movie. No, of course you did, of course. Yeah, I mean, so you, can I mean, you have can't water. call something bad without actually paying attention to it. I do that pretty much all the time, so I disagree. I mean, you're, you're a terrible person. Yeah, it was it was fucking ridiculous. Um, <laughs> there you go. But, <laughs> that's the yeah, way you sum it, it up. <laughs> yeah, complete garbage. Cool, camp you're making me feel like the Grinch, because I had all this hate in my heart for Vanilla Ice all these years. 30 something years and now you get. You yeah, to I, it. I'm just warming you up to so
1: him. Like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, well, maybe, wouldn't it? Let me go listen to ice. Let me go watch the movie. What was that vanilla ice movie at?
0: Cool as ice or something?
1: You know what it's called, because <laughs> you went and seen it. You went you seen it. You went and seen it. You know what it's called. You know what it's called. i have to delete this. This whole thing
0: going to Not only do you know what it's
1: called, you was there opening day, all right? <laughs>
0: yeah, said it Yeah, the Star Wars poster, I really have cool as ice. Yeah, hell yeah.
1: The <laughs> the, with the motorcycle and the whole
0: shit, yo. Uh, oh, so you seen it, too. <laughs> hell Yeah. <laughs> twice <laughs> you've you got the blu-ray and the, and the special uh, director's
1: cut Hell yeah dude! and i'm trying my initials so i can get my my copy autograph you <laughs> heard get out
0: of here complete garbage all right so here's another installment of the infinite torture segment as I mentioned at the top of the show, I finally watched Samurai Cop. I shouldn't say finally because it's not something I've been wanting to watch for a long time. It's been something I've thought about watching for a couple weeks. <laughs> back when I saw Bloodsport, you know, I made the comments that uh, I don't like seeing white guys doing martial arts. So my friend Lloyd's like, hey, well, if you like white guys doing martial arts, sarcasm, you should check out Miami Connection and Samurai Cop. Well, I watched Miami Connection. I talked about that a couple episodes back. You could check that out. It's a it's a hilariously bad flick. And I watched this thing called Samurai Cop. It is easily one of the worst movies I have ever watched. It's it's not fun bad like Miami Connection. I mean, yeah, there's some entertaining stuff because it's so bad. You you kind of watch and you can't turn away. It's got that whole aspect to it. You know that car crash thing where you're kind of looking. It's, it's it's very much like that. But it is really poorly made. <laughs> it's just terrible. It's basically, if you took Lethal Weapon, you know, what do you call that kind of porn you'd see on, like, Cinemax? (laughs) TNA porn? Uh, (laughs) Where my porn heads at? What do they call that stuff? Um, It's just god-awful. First of all, the, the title's called Samurai Cop. I don't think at one point does he ever do anything that resembles what a samurai would do. And he has this awful hair. His hair is long I mean, it's like Mel Gibson times 10 from Lethal Weapon. And I was reading that this guy cut his hair when he thought the movie was finished. And they had to bring him back to do a couple more scenes, you know, because this movie was not going to be complete without these extra scenes. And I believe they're at the beginning because there's a part where he's wearing a hat and it looks like he's got a wig on. His hat and his hair just don't match the look he had the rest of the movie. So I'm assuming that's where it is. It's a, it's at the beginning, which is a horrible place to put it because you're introduced to him with this fake hair. It looks like an idiot. It looks like Captain Caveman or something. Oh my God. But the movie's terrible. There's chases. There's there's drug running. There's a part where he's, he's in a car with his partner who I guess is the Danny Glover in this and they're chasing the bad guys and you could damn well see a flat tire or a car with very low air in the the driver's side in the back and they're still using that car and it's it's just a brutal brutal movie there's a part where he's talking to a a female cop in the helicopter that's showing them where to go and he says some line about keep it hot and heavy I guess they're in a relationship or something I don't know he says it twice in a movie it's very cringeworthy I guess it means sex Because then eventually they cut to them just doing that without any explanation or build up to it, except for the uh, keep it hot and heavy or keep it warm or whatever (laughs) the fuck he's talking about. (laughs) But yeah, there's a bunch of awful action scenes, random sex scenes. So like I said, it felt like a porno movie. This could have been on USA Up All Night with Rhonda. Anybody remember that? Like when you were like 12 years old, growing up in the 80s, in the early 90s? The only way you could watch anything with any kind of... uh, You know, nudity would be on there with Rhonda up all night. I think that's how she did it. (laughs) She would sit there like on a a beanbag with like a negligee on or something and telling you about uh, some awful like movie and then there'd be some nudity in it. So it was like a a teenager like, oh, yeah, this is great, you know, because I don't have Cinemax. Anyway, that's a little bit of a tangent. But that's what this movie would have been. This movie would have been perfect for USA Up All Night. Maybe it was on there. I don't know. Uh, It probably was showing a little too much. They'd have to like uh, edit it a bit. But uh, yeah, it's a terrible movie. There's there's horrible action in it. That guy, I don't know the actor's name, but he has like a giant face, and I, I and he never blinks. It's very hard to look at him without wondering what's going on with him. And I felt bad because I looked it up, and it, he does have some sort of issue with his jaw, and that's why he looks like that. But. I didn't know I'm watching the movie. I don't know who this dude is. Apparently, he was in Tango and Cash. So there's a connection here because I talked about Tango and Cash uh, (laughs) some episodes ago. I'll have to look that up and see who he was in there. He probably was one of the guys in prison. I don't remember. But yeah, it's it's a terrible movie. The music doesn't fit. The, The action scenes are like sped up. You could tell that they're you know, there's, they're mailing it in. Probably the funniest part of this whole movie was the um the guy who's playing the mad boss of the police station. I don't I mean, know, l- l- lieutenant. Uh, what, what do you call the guy who's in charge? The, the typical, like you know, pound on the desk. What are you guys doing? You're 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 ruining everything. Da, da, da. You guys are bad cops. Like that guy. There's a there's a stereotypical character like that, and he screws up his lines, and he talks about having a club in his ass or something. It's just bizarre but just hearing him trying to deliver these lines it's that's funny and uh, yeah the partner guy all he does is make these stupid faces and there is a scene where the what's the guy I think his name is Joe the main dude he's trying to get the girl from the bad guy and he tricks her into coming to his house because he said he's got to interview her for the for the police uh, whatever I don't know what, it's, it's very weird how they set up he says something like I got it, so I need some questions answered She's like well, where do you want to talk to me at he's like oh in my car and then the next scene cuts to them going to his house so that's weird and then apparently Apparently he cooked chicken for her because it's her birthday and then they go swimming and then they go to the, the ocean and they come back and he's singing happy birthday. I mean, it's, it's just all this random stuff. I, I, when did he have time to do all this? And then the bad guys come to his house and try to kill him. So this is <laughs> this is the climax, literally, because he's with her in the bed. They had to show me that. uh Jesus Christ, dude. So anybody out there, you want to watch Samurai Cop, uh, if you want a good laugh, sure. Um, but otherwise, it's it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Unlike Miami Connection, Miami Connection was fun and, and stupid. Uh, this one, it's, it's stupid, it's a lot less fun and uh, just really hard to watch. But I didn't turn it off. I definitely watched it, so I don't know what that means. Maybe I have problems. Because there's like four porno scenes in this thing. That don't fit into the story. You could have taken them out, and it wouldn't have mattered because it does not move the story whatsoever. Even big face guy has a porno scene, so it's a, <laughs> it's just a terrible movie. I'm trying to remember how it ended. I oh yeah, he kills the the big face guy. No no, he he beats him up to a point where the big face guy wants to kill himself because he's a samurai. He has to die with honor, and he kills himself. So. All right, there's Samurai Cop. Apparently, there's other versions of this. There's a second movie, and apparently, it's a cult classic. I, I guess you know because it's so bad. People seem to know about it. I've had a couple people say, "Like, well, you're gonna watch that? All oh, cool." I'd never heard of this damn thing <laughs> until now. So, uh, Samurai Cop, it is definitely complete garbage. It is terrible. But go ahead and check it out. It's on Tubi and Pluto. Go watch one of the worst movies ever made. Complete garbage. Make sure you check out my friends at the Bloody Babbles podcast.
2: Hey there, friends. Interested in another podcast to listen to between episodes? Well, you're in luck. Come check out Bloody Babbles podcast. We are a gaggle of babblers who talk of true crime and other gory wonderment. New episodes are released every Tuesday, and you can find us on Spotify. Apple Podcasts and
0: everywhere podcasts are streamed. Happy babbling, my friends. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Smokewell. You're listening to the Infinite Banter Podcast with DJ Soundwave. Come check it out. Time for you to leave, assholes. All right, that is Kirk Acevedo telling me it's time to go, and that is exactly what I'm going to do. We're going to close down this 99th episode of the Infinite Banter Podcast. Once again, big up to Guy Grams, But I did have one thing real quick before I get out of here. Speaking of movies, so I talked about Samurai Cop earlier. Rewind about seven minutes if you want to hear that. Um... If you want to watch something more current, I did go see Ghostbusters Afterlife. There's going to be a couple spoilers in here, so if you don't want to hear it, go ahead, pass forward, blah, blah, blah. It's okay. It's good. I mean, on a whole, it's a good way to introduce the franchise to a younger audience while still having old guys like me who remember the original movie still invested in it because of the idea that the old guys are going to show up and be in this movie. So for that, it worked. Many things I have issues with this movie is that they don't explain hardly anything as far as the backstory as to how we got to this point. Because the movie basically centers around Egon, Harold Ramus' character, dies essentially waiting to fight some ghosts, doing everything he can on this farm to entrap them and, you know, get them gone. So that part's fine. They set that up well. So then eventually what happens is that he dies, and then his grandkids and his daughter, they get the house and the farm. But they don't explain where the dad is of these kids, his grandkids. Who is this person? Where is he? No explanation. Or who the grandmother is, who Egon, Harold Ramis' wife is. Nothing. None of that is explained, not a thing. So they go and live in his house, and they go, uh, he has no money, the place is run down. Looks like the house from Psycho, kind of, you know, the Norman Bates place. And they're broke, so they take the house. They don't care. You know, and eventually they figure out who he is and they start using his stuff. Now, that, that's the other thing, too. The kids, the grandkids, have no idea that their grandfather was a famous Ghostbuster. They leave that out, too, which I just find that weird. He does, they don't know anything about this stuff. So the mom was either really good at hiding it from them or they're just kids who just don't know anything, which is bizarre to me, especially in this world of social media and everything. You'd think some kid would be like, hey, man, your your granddad was Egon or something. You'd think that would have came up. It never comes up. So the kids find his stuff and they start using it as if they were uh, always trained to use proton packs and everything. So that's a little over the top. There's one kid who's basically the Dan Aykroyd character. He calls himself Podcast. So obviously I'm paying attention because I do that too. And uh, he says, oh, I really hit my stride in a 46 episode. Now I look back on mine. My 46 episode was a bunch of past clips that I brought back. So I don't know if I would call that mine where I hit the stride. Um, But episode 47 is with Guy Grahams. So it all ties it together because it's the Guy Grahams episode part two. But uh, I think I hit my stride maybe 21 or something. I don't know. I'm just making up a number. Who cares? (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, whatever, all these kids get together, they start fighting ghosts and very similar to Force Awakens, a Star Wars movie. They bring back the same plot and template of the original movie, but with new characters. And eventually, you know, there's a bunch of nostalgia like, oh, hey, look, it's the Ghostbuster car. Like, oh, hey, look, there's a Twinkie. And hey, look, there's the uniform. So there's a lot of that going on. So it's like a little a little much because it just keeps showing you all this stuff. Like, hey, old guy, it likes this. Remember, remember, remember? You'll like this now. A couple other details about the Ghostbusters movie. And again, if you don't want to hear any of this stuff, you just please fast forward about, you know three or four minutes. Yeah, they bring back a lot of the original cast. Ernie Hudson, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, they all come back as the Ghostbusters. Annie Potts comes back at the beginning, you know, and it's very vague as to whether or not she is, you know, the person who might have (laughs) been the mom of this woman with the kids. You know, they don't really explain it, but they definitely leave it there. Like, it's, it's a thought. So, it's very hard to understand, you know, what her role is in this other than somebody that helped him maintain his bills because that's how she's introduced at the beginning of the movie and then they show an extra scene at the uh, end of the post credits with her and Winston and she's holding some coin that's from a deleted scene that they play from Ghostbusters so we'll we'll see I don't I don't know how that's going to go Going forward, maybe they'll eventually reveal that she was the love interest and, you know, is the grandmother of these kids and whatever. And there's a Sigourney Weaver cameo. She's also in the post credit scene. So definitely, you have to stick around. Thanks a lot, Marvel. You made everybody do this now. There's two post-credit scenes. So if you think you're going to be able to leave... After a two-hour movie, you're wrong. You need to watch all two hours and four minutes. So sit your ass back down. You're not done. And also, (laughs) when I watched the trailers, I was always under the impression that Paul Rudd's character was like the major star. And he plays a big role in it, of course. But I assumed he was the grandson or the son of Egon. He's neither. And I almost feel like they could have put anybody in this role because it's not... you know, Maybe they just wanted a little star power for it because none of these kids, I've never seen them in anything before. I don't know any of these actors. So I guess they needed somebody to help carry the movie. But I guess I just thought he was going to be related to Egon or something. So he definitely didn't do that. I will say, uh, Gozer, big fan. I don't remember her being that attractive in the first movie. Maybe because I was like eight. <laughs> I wasn't thinking that way. But uh, I read that Olivia Wilde played Gozer, uncredited. And If that's if that's true, if that's what I'm reading is correct, then I know why I like Gozer, because I'm a fan of Olivia Wilde. So salute, Uh, she does a great job as Gozer because I I was watching I was like well Gozer all right I I see you I see you you know I'm not into the ghost thing but maybe you know maybe it could happen and there's a very quick cameo with J.K. Simmons if you're not paying attention you won't even notice it Uh, and no Rick Moranis he's not in it there's another part that I really found interesting in this movie is that they're in the coal mine or the canyon or whatever where all the ghosts are trapped and there's a bunch of dates years on the wall and it says 1908, 1945, 1984. Now, these numbers apparently correspond to Ghostbusters. But for me, <laughs> being a Cubs fan, I thought it was Cubs stuff. 1908 was the last time they won the World Series. 1945 was the last time they went to the World Series. And 1984 was the first time they went to the playoffs in years. So I automatically, my head went there. I'm like, oh, they're going to make a Cubs joke or something. Because Bill Murray's a big Cubs fan. Maybe they'll do that. And uh, those of you who don't like the Cubs won't understand what I'm talking about. But uh <laughs> Outside Wrigley Field, there's a there's a house that has on the top of the building. I believe it's still there. I haven't been to a Cubs game in a couple of years because of COVID and having a baby and stuff, but it would have on there – Three dates. The, you know how many years it's been since championship, World Series, and division title. And for a long time, it was the most depressing numbers you've ever, I've ever seen in my life. But uh, 2016, it all went down to zero, so that doesn't matter. Although it's starting, the numbers are starting to ramp up a little bit now. <laughs> it's been five years, but anyway, uh, that's where my head went as soon as I saw those numbers. I'm like, oh, the Cubs. Oh no, this is about ghosts and uh, the Ghostbusters, and nothing to do with my stupid baseball team. Overall, I liked the movie. I liked how they paid tribute to Harold. Ramis. It really is essentially a movie saying, hey, you know, we miss you. You are great. This is this is a movie that you helped create and this character. And you're you know, one of the big comedy icons. So they definitely did a good job of basically playing to that and giving up mad props to Harold Ramis. So I like that. Like I said, there's small things I complain about. Uh, definitely the, the four kids, they essentially made them almost exactly like the original group. So I don't know if this is the group going forward, if they're going to make more of these movies. They kind of let on in the post credit scene they're going to make another Ghostbusters movie. So I assume they're doing more of these, but I'm not quite sure. But yeah, like I said, they don't explain a whole lot about where the original characters were other than a phone call that the Dan Aykroyd character takes. But yeah, and they all show up at the end, you know, in the middle of this farm, in the middle of Oklahoma. You know, they just, they're just they just there. <laughs> There's no call there's there's no you know quick scene of them getting into a car driving up there or taking a plane like I don't know how they know they go there but they just show up and uh, the kids all have uh, fitting Ghostbuster suits which doesn't make sense and they all had their names embroidered on them like how do they have time to do this. When were these made? I don't think Egon knew they were coming and had a bunch of these made and just sitting there for him. I think that's a little far-fetched, but yeah, okay, don't complain. It's just a movie. I get it. So overall, like I said, I liked it. It didn't really explain enough about the origin of like who these kids' parents were and Egon's wife or whoever... Yeah, like none of that is explained. I don't know if they ever will explain it. They kind of just here's here's a movie that's almost identical to the first one. We're just gonna switch some stuff up and hopefully you'll like it. There's some nostalgia. Here's some kids. Whatever. I did like seeing Bokeem Woodbine in this. He plays the cop. I like Bokeem Woodbine. He's a guy I've seen in movies all the time, and I liked him in Strapped and Dead Presidents movies like that. So it's good to see him working. Glad to see they put him in this. But overall, you know, it's a decent movie. I just wish that they explained a lot of things better, gave more of a backstory to the original characters but they didn't do that that's fine definitely go watch it check it out before you hear more about it but there's not a whole lot to spoil because it's the same damn movie <laughs> other than you know Harold Ramis is not alive to be in it but uh, yeah go definitely check it out Uh, you'll like it if if you're just in the nostalgia and if you are like kids or younger relatives or whatever that want to watch it hopefully get into it as well and then maybe the franchise will come back so that's kind of like a lukewarm endorsement but definitely go check it out all right that is it for the infinite banter podcast once again big up to Guy Grams check out his new album war medals go to guygramsmusic.com and the 100th episode is coming up definitely definitely excited for that got mystic on here to talk about her 20 year anniversary of her album cuts for luck and scars for freedom and of course she was with digital underground So there's a lot of stories can't wait to talk to her i'm really excited about that episode and there'll be some surprises in there as well so definitely looking forward to doing that 100th episode all right that's it for the show big up to everybody for listening find the show on all digital platforms follow the show on social media at infinite banter podcast go on youtube Type Infinite Banter. You'll find clips from past guests. Rate and review the show on Podchaser and Apple Podcasts. All right, so I do 100, the next one, the next episode, the big one. Thanks for listening. Appreciate all of you. I'm out.
1: Hey, asshole, get off the road.
2: Being on the Infinite Banner with my man, Mark, has been a pleasure.